Hello, and welcome to the Four Bronx Community Podcast. My name is Laura Levine Pinedo, and I am the founder and the director of the Four Bronx Project. My journey has led me to such amazing neighbors with such interesting stories, and I am ready to share them with you. I invite you to join us as we meet members of our community, such as small business owners and so much more. Let's support local, and let's have a cup of tea together and chat about all things community. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Four Bronx Community Podcast. Today we are joined by Damian McShane. Hi, Damian. Hi, how are you? Good to see you, Laura. Nice to see you as always. You, so Damian McShane is a 30-year-plus resident of the greater Riverdale area, living in North Riverdale with your wife and son, uh, a Manhattan College student. You are a proud Bronxite. You are the former Community Board 8 Chair, previously served on the Community Education Council for our district and served as president of the Riverdale Soccer Club, which you continue to support. In your capacity as a CB8 member, you were engaged with, you engaged with the North Riverdale Merchants Associations during its formation and later became a member of the Riverdale Main Streets Alliance. You were attracted by Riverdale Main Streets Alliance vision and advocacy on behalf of local businesses and the greater North Riverdale community, and you are a proponent of community-based organizations that work to preserve, promote, and grow our neighborhood, of which RMSA is a leader. So thank you thank and you welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Mr. President, <laughs> it's not your birthday. I can sing happy birthday, Mr. President. It was a week ago. I just want to oh out, my goodness. Okay. Um, so thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. And so you've lived in Riverdale for over 30 years, you said? Yeah, between here, a little time in Kingsbridge, but in the general area. With your wife, Kathy, who I love. Who I met here in the, in the Kingsbridge area. Actually. Really? Where'd you meet yes. her? Uh, we lived in the same apartment building down on 231st Street. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Wow. And your son, Eamon, is amazing. Thank you very much. Yes, and he's really, really big into the community work and all that sort of Thing, so it's really great like you really invest in your community where you have your family and it's, it's great because you have that passion for making the community want to thrive um, so let's go back a little bit you uh, tell us about your time at um, community board eight yeah so when my wife and I decided that we were going to settle in, in the larger greater Riverdale area um, I had actually applied for the board uh, without really fully understanding what they did. And, and June Eislin and one of her staff interviewed me. Uh, I was unfamiliar with the local political landscape, uh, but was very interested in getting involved. And, uh, you know, June appointed me, ultimately approved uh, through the community, excuse me, through the borough president's office. And I served in a, a, a variety of capacities on the board uh, for about 16 years. And, you know, after serving as chair, I kind of winded down a little bit and, you know, thought it was in everybody's interest that I move on and allow other people to, to serve in that capacity or uh, to contribute to the board. Uh, I, I pop in every now and then, you know, I still have a lot of friends and right. colleagues who work on the board. Um, they're a big supporter, or at least key people are of what the uh, Rodeo Main Street Alliance is trying to do now. Right. Uh, certainly on key issues anyway, affecting the community. Um, you know, I still work closely with people like Alora Spalter uh, or Bob Fanuzzi, uh, people like that, um, who are, are as well, you know, huge influences on uh, the community. Do you attend the well. Economic Development Committee? So we were just actually talking about that. Who, I love McFosse, I, I, I know. 
So uh, Nick is, I, I don't believe Nick is the, the current chair of the Economic Development Committee. I Not could, anymore? I, I don't think so. And um, one of the things on our to-do list is to make sure that we are participating actively with um, Community Board 8's Economic Development Committee. We right. were very engaged. Um, Chris Rizzo, who preceded me as the president or the chair of the Riverdale Main Street Alliance, was very involved with a lot of the community board activities on that committee. Uh, that's one of our goals this year is to, and that's on us, not them, right. uh, to get more involved and active in, in the board uh, and that committee's activities. Right. What was your, what was the, high, the highlight of your time at CBA? Would you say, what event or? Yeah, you know, so I came into the board when they were involved in what was called the 197C rezoning plan. So the community board had engaged a third party to do a comprehensive um, assessment of zoning within the board. And there's a formal process through the city council where you submit rezoning plans. And ultimately, that was adopted. There were some modifications. So when I came into the board day one, um, there was this massive effort, um, lots of politics involved at, at multiple levels within the city, uh, and it was a transformative effort by the board, led by the board. So right out of the gate, I got to see what a community board could actually do. Right. Um, I started off working as, or working as, um, as a, the chairperson after a couple of years of the Traffic and Transportation Committee. So I was very involved in projects, for example, because of my background in engineering, uh, there was a large effort in Marble Hill to uh, essentially tear out all of the, the slate um, sidewalks. Uh, I was very involved in that because we tried to preserve as many as possible, right. uh, sort of preserve the, the historic character, if you want to say that, on Marble Hill. of portions of it. Now, unfortunately, most of it got torn out over time. Um, but I think some of the larger efforts we were engaged in were, um, you know, partnering with other entities. Uh, we did coat drives when I was the chair. We worked with some of the larger institutions, some of the private schools, to do uh, book collections in conjunction with some of the schools. Right. Um, so there was a lot of that. I was heavily involved with the Croton filtration plant towards the tail end of my time at the. Uh, community board. I ultimately chaired that committee. We had a rotating chairmanship or chairpersonship uh, between three community boards. So that was very, very interesting. Um, and, and just negotiating at that point with the DEP on a project that was very, very unpopular uh, in this neck of the woods. So Right. And you know this neck of the woods when something's unpopular. Oh, yeah. Forget about it. <laughs> But I actually have to speak to you after this because I'm actually a chair of a committee, first ever, but for uh, me. Okay. So I need some tips of the trade. Um, okay, so then you were involved with the Riverdale Soccer Club as well. Was your son like an influence when he started playing? Or? <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm just one of those people that gets involved. That's so, good. So, that's yeah. really good. So when my son joined the league, I volunteered to be a coach. Uh, not a very good soccer coach, by the way. Oh, you're not? No, okay. not at all. But you know they need people, organizations like that especially, live and die by volunteers. Okay. Most do, including uh, the Riverdale Main Streets Alliance. Yes. Um, but the soccer club, uh, ongoing, annually needs to recruit new people uh, who they sort of groom, for lack of a better term, uh, to ensure that they have a steady stream of coaches. 
And a friend of mine, uh, Karen Gohan, we, we participated, we attended one of their annual board meetings. And it was funny, we thought it was just something that everyone did. And when we showed up, the, the people on the board at that time were kind of surprised that we did show up, had no idea who we were, right. uh, and we were the only outside people. And as a result of that, myself and Kieran got very involved in um, the league itself. Not so much even the board at that point, but in, in recruiting our friends um, to get more involved, working with the other coaches. I mean, I've established lifelong friendships through my participation in the River Soccer Club. Um, they eventually were kind of like, wink, wink, nudge, 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 excuse me. Would you jump on the board? Because at this time I was working on community board aid, so I had some sort of, for lack of a better term, political connections. Right. I knew people in the parks department through my work on community board aid, and it was sort of a natural synergy. Uh, and I, I stayed on the board there for, gosh, about eight years. Uh, again, in various capacities. I served as the president for a while. Uh, to some degree at the end because they couldn't get people to fill spots and once myself and a, the person who founded the league Michael Holzig were comfortable um, with the new leadership that were coming in I, I gracefully bowed out uh, but I still stay involved because oh it's goodness, a passion yes, yes. and uh, because I'm an engineer I can actually strike a field so <laughs> <laughs> they, but you're not a good coach but yeah, yeah not a good coach you pull your weight in other areas yeah. right so well, I do want to shout out the Riverdale Soccer Club and yourself because you uh, reached out to me and yeah. you donated so much gear cleats uniforms everything and we redirected it to Bronx Kids in Shelters because people don't realize they want to join, you know, in their school, but they definitely don't have the money or the means to buy a pair of cleats and all that stuff. So you really got the kids out. And like, in your opinion, why is it so important for kids to be part of a team and get out there and do something like this? I would just say in general, if you're involved in one of these youth sports leagues, you really see the impact it has on young kids' lives. And this is a, the Riverdale Soccer Club has two levels of play. I was mostly involved in the rec league, which is a little less um, intense. Mm -hmm. uh, it's more focused on uh, the camaraderie and developing the interpersonal skills, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, teamwork. Um, you know, they have another level of soccer for those folks that want to move to the next level. But I always thought that you know, the, well, I shouldn't say this. The core of the club is um, the rec league. Uh, it just brings kids together, it helps them socialize, it is in and of itself a social event on the weekends, if you're ever down at Seton Park or Van Cortland, depending what season it is. Uh, it's an event in the community, and it, it really is across the community. I think people tend to think an organization like that focuses on, you know, quote unquote, Riverdale kids. Um, Riverdale Soccer Club pulls folks from Washington Heights, uh, Kingsbridge, certainly on the other side of Broadway. And they uh, have the best jerseys in the game. Yeah, they me. do. They're Those good. jerseys are something. So it, it's a very... Uh, <laughs> it's a really nice jersey. I don't know who did the logo or the jersey, yeah. but it's really nice. So yeah, the Riverdale Main Street Alliance is a, uh, a supporter, a sponsor of, of teams in the league. Right. Um, and they also get sponsorships from local businesses at times. 
um, you know, depending on, on need for the club. So, Absolutely. Yeah, so let's tell that. us about your current baby, your current project, <laughs> the Riverdale Main Street Alliance. Tell us when was it founded, what year? Yeah. So how did, how did this happen? Let's see if I can get the dates correct. I hope so. Um, so I was on the community board, and I'll name drop a couple people. Um, I think I might have even been the chair at that point, but Bob Fanuzzi, uh, was I think the economic development chair at that point. He ultimately became the chair of the board after uh, I, I had stepped down. Um, and Bob was very involved in economic development. And KRVC was um, sort of the, I don't know what you call it, the bright light of uh, business type organizations at that yeah. time. Shout out to Mama Tracy Shelton. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and I knew Tracy through a lot of other things that were going on at the time. We were very involved in school issues, for example, and that's kind of how I met Tracy. Um, and Bob worked with her and KRBC to help create uh, a merchants association in, in North Riverdale. Right. So to provide the structure and the support. You know, it was its own standalone organization. Uh, but those people helped organize uh, this this group or these individuals that had a common vision for a better North Riverdale at that time. And in about 2012, I think it was, the North Riverdale Merchants Association uh, was organized. Okay. Um, so over the course of the next, let's say, six years, um, they were primarily focused on membership, um, their primary focus was on the, the Broadway corridor along, excuse me, the Riverdale Avenue corridor in North Riverdale. But they began to realize that um, they need to expand their vision a little bit. Right. Uh, Chris Rizzo came in, um, really sharp guy, great organizer, uh, as an attorney. So he looked at things from a little bit of a broader perspective. You know, let's try to become more than we are now. Um, and the organization began to look at the impacts of businesses, good businesses, strong businesses on the community, um, and things that would drive not only success of businesses in the community, but, you know, let's just say enhance the community. So traffic issues, investment in parks, maintaining streetscapes. Um, making sure that things look good. You know, it's kind of the idea that uh, the nicer something looks, um, the better everyone feels about absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so the organization took a broader focus. The core still is um, small businesses, promoting small businesses, um, but looking broader than that to how uh, our main streets, in particular Mashaloo and, and Riverdale Avenue, uh, how their aesthetic and appearance affects everyone. Right, and invest in our community yeah, and invest. the community will invest back, you know, so. So the primary focus of the RMSA on a day in and day out basis is maintaining the aesthetic of community. Um, everything that we collect, uh, we are a not-for-profit, 5013C, so any donations are tax deductible. Okay. And pretty much every penny that's donated to the organization is reinvested in one of three ways, I'd say. Number one is in our streetscapes uh, contracts. So we bring in a third party to uh, maintain areas of open space in Van Cortlandt Park, very small area along Broadway. Okay. Uh, 
Sheridan Triangle, if you're familiar mm -hmm. with the intersection of Broadway and Mashaloo, and also portions of Fieldston Road outside the FPOA leading up to Mashaloo Avenue. Okay. So there are medians there. Are you responsible for those Welcome to Riverdale signs? We are. Hey! Yeah. I love it. So this goes back to one of the things Chris was, was very interested and involved in, and it was branding Riverdale. Of course, right? yeah. So it's not just about um, improving the appearance of the neighborhood, but it's branding it. We want people to understand and, and feel welcome, and more importantly, know that they've just come into Riverdale. I love that. So we prop those signs up in streetscapes that we maintain under that contract. Um, you know, it's been pretty cool. I love them. It, it actually has drawn the attention of other community groups. So last year, um, R&H, uh, Riverdale Neighborhood House, right. had, a, I guess, a volunteer effort where along Mashaloo and Fieldston, they came and enhanced, I would say, uh, the the street. pollinators, right? They did, yeah. They did yeah. a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. had a program with them. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. That's Emma. Emma from RNA. Yeah, she is there. a she is amazing. And, and it was funny because I was calling somebody up on our board saying, "Who is touching our signs?" You know, <laughs> and it was like, "No, no, this is a great thing." RNH volunteered to do this, and I was like, "Oh, I just wanted to make sure." Yeah. Um, but that's part of it, and it's not just what. Um, Riverdale Main Street Alliance wants to do it's it's working with other organizations and uh, especially in North Riverdale um, Riverdale Neighborhood House is you know sort of I don't know what you call it the gold standard right. for community-based organizations um, we have a really good relationship with them and if you want to talk about um, cross-pollination and and relationships Andrew Belton and I, Andrew Belton is, I think, currently the, I don't know, executive hi, director. Yeah, that hi, Andrew. Great. So We got to get Andrew Belton on this. Yeah, you got, oh, you got to get Andrew. Yeah. He's great. Uh, he's a much better accent than I do. I know. I love him. I love the accent. But we were heavily involved in the Riverdale Soccer Club together. Uh, his wife and I were very involved in uh, school choice issues. And this is going back. You see her? She's there. The yeah, I know. I saw her. Yeah, Holly's up there. Yeah, so Holly was very involved in a, or involved in a school choice group that a grassroots organization that um, existed probably about ten years ago here in the Riverdale right. area. Our kids kind of aged out, so we all handed the reins over to another generation of people. Uh, but you find these this group who is concerned. Um, about what goes on in their neighborhood, mm -hmm. and you just make these lifelong connections and friendships, and right. it, it grows. You know, you get to meet other people who are like-minded, um, and they suck you in, and then you suck them in. That's welcome to Riverdale. Yeah, 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 I love exactly. it. I love it. And that's probably the most. If there is a fun aspect in all this, uh -huh. it's just uh, the opportunity to meet like-minded people from different backgrounds too. Of course. Um, of course. And, and you know the common thread here is we, we really like living here right and so currently how many businesses do you have in the alliance all right so now you put me on the spot so we have about <laughs> yes, not the exact number no no, no. Uh, you know about 20 businesses along and they're primary we do have some businesses who are members in what I'm going to term South Riverdale um, one of our goals is to not be a North Riverdale organization but to be a Riverdale one. You're taking my questions away, Damian. That was the next question. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we do have members here uh -huh. in South Riverdale who are very, very active. I know you have Regal. 
Yeah, we have Regal. We have the local. I'm drawing a blank on. I know. Robert I, Hill. Oh, Robert Hill. Yeah. yeah. I know. Regal had the the pit outside. Yeah. And then North Riverdale, you have how many up there? Uh, I think in total we have about 20 uh, business members. Okay. Um, now we also have very large institutions. Um, so you know, what do I mean by institution? Well, that's College of Mount St. Vincent. I can talk a little bit about them and what they've done. Really cool stuff. But also, it's University of Mount St. Vincent. I know. Uh, hi, Doctor Burns. Yeah, She's smiling. She hears that. Like, yeah, girl, you tell him University. <laughs> but but also, I'll call stakeholders in particular in North Riverdale. So the Skyview Properties Owners Association has been a big supporter of ours from day one. You know, generally speaking, they they support the vision of um, a better Riverdale. Um, they, they embrace the concept of what we've tried to do with, you know, happy you mentioned the, the gateway signs that we've put up. Um, and I can I'll talk a little bit about them on that, uh, the College of Mount St. Vincent in terms of some of the big accomplishments that we've had recently. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it's not just businesses. Individuals it, can join the Alliance as absolutely, well. Absolutely, we need the lifeblood of our organization really is uh, the individual volunteers. Um, we have memberships for businesses. We okay. ask them for a little bit more money. Of course. Um, we ask for contributions from organizations, whatever they can give, the, the better. Uh, thank them very much for that. And then for individuals, we ask for a, a, a slightly less contribution for an annual membership. And as I mentioned before, um, literally everything we, we collect goes into uh, or is reinvested in the community. And you know, I mentioned, first of all, the streetscapes, uh, the maintenance of that through a large contract that we hold. Um, we also use money to buy supplies right. for the volunteer activities that we hold. Lighting the Christmas tree in Sheridan. Well, that was a cool one. That the Your lights got better this year, David, because last year they weren't that great, but we're, you got better. We're going to try to, and I shouldn't mention the name of the organization, the Tree Army. We're going to try to recruit them to help us next year. Hi, Nick from Tree Army. Yes, yes. We're putting you on notice that we're going to ask for your help next year. Um, but also, uh, you know, the third part of that is we do hold events. So tell us about the biggest event. The big event. So the Riverdale Block Party. You know, I, I mentioned that everything that we collect is reinvested in the community. Uh, there are a series of events that we hold. Um, there's a block party. Uh, we held some, uh, for lack of a better term, meet and greets. We stole your idea, Laura, because you did such good when you were at the Burger. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> events at local businesses. So we take uh, very little of our budgets and. We hold events throughout the, uh, let's say basically the North Riverdale community, but we're looking to expand that. Um, but when we hold those events, we look to raise money as a result. So our net tends to be zero. You know, our goal is always to ensure that any, let's call them social or community events we hold, uh, we end up with as, as little um, investment at the end from us you know our balance sheet we want to keep as right, right. as possible because we want to do invest in the streetscapes first and foremost right um but listen you but the riverdale main street they know how to throw a party we yeah. have 80s night so yeah we've hold we've hold uh the last three years now 
the, the block party along uh, Riverdale. We actually stole the idea from Care of VC. Do you have a date for, for 2024? Uh, or not yet? You can't it, say yet. We, it's going to be in late May. Okay. I don't know the exact date. Because you know my birthday is in late May, so oh. it could be like a, a You'll Laura be the queen of no, the <laughs> No, no, no. We're actually trying to coordinate it with a couple other events that are going on. We're actually trying to coordinate, I think, with the Pride event. Um, but the logistics of that need to be worked out. Uh, we've held a couple of cool events. You mentioned the 80s that night we cool. had. Uh, we had a comedy night at Downey's. You went to that and, right? Mm -hmm. Angie, yeah, my, yeah, my girl's fun. here. She went to the comedy. So yeah, the comedy was a lot of fun. Shout out to Brian Downey uh, for donating the space for us. Um, it was a big fundraiser for us. Um, some of the money that we've collected, uh, I mentioned earlier about uh, the College of Mount St. Vincent, partnering with them. If you're coming into Riverdale from the Yonkers border, right. you'll see there's a gorgeous mural that was installed on College of Mount St. Vincent's property. It was it's some, a mosaic tile, It's a right? mosaic of tiles. So we raised money for the mural itself. It's about a 30 by 20 mural. Okay. Um, and individuals made a contribution and they painted a tile with whatever picture they wanted. And we partnered with an organization based in Canada of all places, who then took all of the different tiles that people painted and created this mosaic of essentially what I'll call a tree of life. Right. Um, with a big welcome to Riverdale in it. Uh, the funny Tree part. of life, tree army. We're tree army. Yeah, hey, tree army. Not okay. <laughs> but so the, the funny part of the story is um, one of the, the key volunteers and board members at uh, the Riverdale Main Street Alliance, uh, Gio Avila, had this idea and she reached out to this organization. She got it moving, got the people to do donations. And as we were approaching the deadline for the actual um, installation of this, it was being shipped from Canada. We didn't have a place to install it. So, wow. yeah, so we, we had a planned uh, installation location. And at the end of the day, there were some logistical issues. There were some uh, engineering issues, whether or not the structure could hold the weight. And the College of Mount St. Vincent stepped in and agreed that they would host this mural, uh, that they would erect the mural for us. Um, and it, it, it was the perfect location. 261st and Riverdale yeah, Avenue. Yeah, 261st and Riverdale Avenue, if you're not familiar. Yeah, thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. If you're not familiar with the CMSV. Um, and they've just also been huge supporters of what we've tried to do. Uh, Dr. Susan Burns, who's the current president. Love her. She's my woman crush every yeah. day. I love her. Uh -huh. <laughs> just enthusiastic. The so kind of person willing to give yeah. back to the community. Yeah. And she understands um, the the colleges or the universities' place in the community, um, and she wants to be a leader in, in in at least ensuring the you know vitality of the community. She's putting that that um, university on the map for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's it, doing a great been, job. It's been great. So um, if we want to find out about Riverdale Main Streets, do you have a website, social media handles? Yeah, I'm terrible with social media. So you can go to Riverdale Main Streets Alliance. It's at RMSA. At, yeah, that yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're an Instagram person, uh -huh. um, we have a larger presence on Instagram than we do on Facebook. Um, but we're expanding because a lot of our members are Facebook users. So we want to promote their businesses through our 
uh, social media channels as well. Um, so we're trying to improve our Facebook presence. Okay. Um, it's hard though. Instagram is like the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a lot. People are yeah. more comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. But yeah. it, Facebook is more personal. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's it's a double-edged sword, actually. I feel the same way. Like yeah. Instagram, you get like a lot of followers, instantaneous, you know. But Facebook, it's like the community members that, you know, it's just... And good. there are, you know, for instance, I think you're aware, there's a very big local Facebook, whatever you want to call it, community page. You're um, sweating, Damien. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, can be a little pretentious at times. A little. But, yeah, a little. Uh, but we're trying to promote a positive image, so we're not too contentious if we share things in that right. forum. Uh, but the, it's really just important to connect with people through all all these various channels, and some of them are, are formal, like social media. A lot of them are informal, um, whether it's partnering with groups that you're involved with, right? Um, supporting events. Uh, participating in events. It's not just saying, yeah, we like you on Facebook, but it's setting up a table at a private Absolutely, event. and I wanted to thank you so yeah, much no, for your partnership with Four Bronx and KRVC. And oh, you're great. We yeah. couldn't do it without you, so thank you so much. Um, and we will be there in full force at the block party. Yeah. If we, you'll have us, I don't know if you want the chaos. <laughs> so, you know, if you're a business or a vendor, small business, home business, craft vendor, who's looking to sell your wares, you know, check out our website. Um, that's primarily how we fund the event. So okay. we, we uh, have tables that we, for lack of a better term, rent. Right. Uh, and thanks to um, SAR, the local high school there, who uh, allows us to use tables and chairs right, from right. their school right next door. Again, you talk about partnerships. They're also a big supporter of ours. I should have mentioned them earlier. But yeah, we'll have opportunities for local vendors. Um, so if you're selling honey or tchotchkes or whatever, uh, or if you're a business like um, the Verizon store there and you want to set up a table, uh, we provide those opportunities for local businesses uh, and also local artists. So And it's good because those local businesses get an economic boost for that Yeah, time. you know, we they've been really helpful in the last couple of years. I think if they've realized um, the benefits. The benefits and that the, the crowd has increased over the last two years in particular. Um, as we become a little smarter and a little more savvy mm -hmm. uh, in terms of how we market it, um, but also how we shape it. So I think this year we're going to try to do a longer uh, festival, if you want to call it that, or street fair. So we kind of bifurcate things between there's more of a family friendly thing. But then as the day progresses, maybe some more of an adult theme, you know. Comedy or whatever. Comedy, yes, exactly. So a little more adult entertainment in terms of the music. Right. You know, we're going to go from kids' activities, face painting, uh, the infamous dog parade, which is very popular. I bring right, my right. own dogs there. We Everyone has a great time. Uh, to just something that if you wanted to dine out at a restaurant, pop out, listen to music, it's not going to be a late night event but it'll be something that goes a little bit later than we have in past years uh, and allows people to, you know, again, wine and dine a little bit. And get to meet their community members. Yeah, a lot of people, yeah, you know, cool. just wanna get out and meet. I wanna shout out two people from the Riverdale Main Streets Alliance. Everyone's important, everyone is amazing. Yeah, I, I I'm saying this, that. you're not. I love, love, love the couple, the two gentlemen with a three-legged dog that water the flowers out in the Sheridan Triangle. 
Okay. They live in Skyview. Oh, so, uh, yeah, David and Neil. Love them. David quit, I and I apologize. Them. They put me in a spot. So, Neil, I apologize <laughs> in advance that I'm forgetting your last name. But these are folks who are um, were very involved before me in, I'm going to say, the transition of the organization from what was just a merchants association. Mm -hmm. And that's a really important component of our um of, of what we're trying to do is, is to bring businesses together. I don't mean to minimize that, but they were the kind of people that said, we need to get out there. We need to volunteer. Because they're individual members. They're not They're individual stars. members. They are um, fantastic. And they're like horticulturists, to be honest they with you. They are amazing. <laughs> Anil in particular is uh, well-versed. And if you look at the plantings and the tree pits that we've had installed, uh, especially along Riverdale Avenue, you'll see that each one of them identifies what the plantings are there. And you know, the one other thing I just want to mention, and I'd be uh, wrong in not doing that, is the support that we've gotten from Councilman Dinowitz. Um, whether it's the funding for the installation of the tree pits, whether it's the holiday lights um, that we've had along Riverdale Avenue, and you know, because of Chris Russo Everett's, and, and again, because of Councilman Dinowitz's uh, focus, now along Mashalu. So he again is a big supporter of what we try and do. He buys into the vision. Right. He provides funding. Hi, Eric. Which is critical. <laughs> Um, no, it's great. It's really great to have the elected officials involved as well. Yeah, yeah. That ultimately leads to the success of all nonprofit organizations. Um, so I do want to ask you a few questions about our community. Mm -hmm. Now you're just Damian McShane. You are. Yeah. Okay, so no stress. Um, what is your favorite restaurant if you want to go on a date night with your wife? Uh, I'm going to say it's uh, Becafino's. Becafino's, I'm Ashalu. Yeah. Okay, what do you get when you go there? So. I am a big fan of the chicken dishes that they have. Okay. Whether it's chicken parm or uh, something in more of a white wine sauce. I, I really like their food. We were very excited when they opened up. Geez, they gotta be there almost 10 years now. Right. Is that possible? Um, I'd say more than that. Yeah. Yeah, more than um, that. It's just a very cozy environment. Uh, the staff is very welcoming. Right. Um, it's got a real local vibe to it. Wow. And it's just comfort food. When you it have a tough day, you just food. you want cool. pasta and carbs and, and wine. And a glass of wine. And it's right around the corner from my house. So, so that's great, right? Yeah. So I want to do a lightning round with you. Just, okay. Just tell me what comes to mind. It's just fun. Do you, Damian McShane, yeah. like bacon, egg, and cheese or chopped cheese sandwich? Oh, bacon. Bacon, egg, and cheese. And what's your favorite deli if you're going to get a bacon, egg, and cheese in Riverdale? Uh, I'm going to say it's Tierney's. Tierney's, yes, they're amazing. And your favorite restaurant is Becafino's, you said? Yeah. If you and I get in your car right now and go on a road trip, what playlist are you putting on Spotify? Wow, I'm gonna put something on, it's gonna be a grunge type okay. playlist, absolutely. I'm a, a 90s grunge kind of guy, so like a Pro Jam theme kind of Okay, we, yeah. can, we can deal with that. Okay. Um, best pint of Guinness in Riverdale? Wow, uh, Riverdale Steakhouse. Okay, yeah. that was quick. Yeah, nope. It's, it's, yeah. What is your drink of choice when you go out? Uh, now, I know this because I used to I know, so Now this depends on where you go because I think each of the drinking establishments here have their own charms and their own mm -hmm. specialties. Um, so for example, when I go to, and by the way, this is terrible for me to say, I could list my favorite drink in every one of them. <laughs> so um, we love Jake's Steakhouse. Okay. Uh, and they make excellent Manhattans. Okay. Uh, so at the Bronx Burger House, 
they make, you made, excellent old fashions. Old fashions. Um, if I go to, you know, Downey's, um, they have a selection of beers that I like. You're an IPA guy. I'm I will an IPA say that. guy, yeah. Uh, they also have a good pint of Guinness. Okay, um, but Riverdale Steakhouse. Riverdale Steakhouse is the best, but... They're the, registered, right, as a perfect pint? There they are. They have some kind of certification, but I would say this. Their, their, their specialty is the Irish coffee. And that's why my wife and I go there. At the steakhouse. At the steakhouse. Because I know Kathy loves one. a good margarita. She does. My wife is a margarita fan. Um, but, you know, if I expand my, my uh, I don't know, horizons there, you know, we're big fans and have been since it, big since it opened of um, the Bronx Ale House. Okay. Uh, they just have such an excellent selection of rotating beers. They were really the first one that kind of brought were, in that vibe, yeah. They really were. Um, they were really ahead of their time then. And, you know, there's a the bunch of the old school places like the Punch Bowl that you like to go in to see people you hadn't seen in a while, but if I'm looking for a particular drink, that would be my breakdown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Happiest day of your life? Uh, well, I would say the birth of my son. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, favorite movie ever? Wow. Um, Escape from New York. Okay. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt, the, what's the last TV show or series that you binge watched? Uh, I watched Fargo season five. Okay. I didn't binge watch that. It was a, a weekly, you but it just it. got wrapped up. One fun fact about you, a random fact. Um, I'm a big fan of electric vehicles and I'm a frequent, uh, I don't know if you know what a one wheel is, but you can see me tooling around Riverdale in a uh, unicycle? On a unicycle, yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't know my... I'm that guy. So my boss at the bar that I work in, he's from um, Tyrone in Ireland. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know... He's talking about this... I call it a unicycle. Sure. Do you know the other name in Ireland, what they call it? No. A penny farthing? You I ever heard no, of that? I know what a... They call a it a penny farthing. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? So a unicycle is a penny farthing. Okay. I don't know. It's really, really random. If you're ever on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and that's a question you're giving me half. Um, what is your guilty pleasure? Um, wow. I would say my guilty pleasure is um, <laughs> I watch YouTube videos okay. on ancient aliens. And it drives my wife insane. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that so much. I'm so dying. I'm dying from that. You're killing me. I, I was not expecting that. I'm all different than chocolate. All right. Um, favorite snack? Uh, Fritos. Okay. Last meal if you're in jail. It's your last meal. What are you eating? Uh, Cheesesteak. Philly cheesesteak? Philly cheesesteak. Okay. Uh, one thing Pats. That, Pats Philly cheesesteak. Where's that? In Philly. In Philly. Gino's and Pats. It's the ongoing at Phil the McCoy's. Um, what is the one thing that you can't leave your house without? Um, it's a good one. I, I'm going to say, I hate to say phone, right? I'm going to say my watch. Your watch. I'm one of those people. And you like the old school watch. You don't like it on the phone. The, the no, no. I like, I've always been, not like I have an expensive watch guy, mm -hmm. but I'm one of those people that looks at my you watch. You like to look at the watch. Yeah. Um, what is a chore that you hate doing around the house? Uh, cleaning the cat litter. Okay. <laughs> I love this so much. I love it. I love the honesty. Very easy one. Describe Riverdale in one word. Cozy. Cozy. What's one thing that you would like to improve on this year, personally? Um, besides the fact that I want to lose a little weight. Okay. Um, I, I want to have, I want to improve my outlook on things in the future. Okay. Uh, the toilet paper, over or under? Oh, over. 
any um, if you were gonna go to any concert right now, where would you want? Like front row, what would it be? Wow. Um, that's it. And it could be any band I want to see. Any band, dead, alive. If you could go to any concert, be in the front row, center of this. Uh, so my favorite artist is a guy by the name of Bob Mould, and and being in the front row to see Bob Mould would be who I've seen him a bunch of times. He's more of a club performer. I thought you were going to say Miley Cyrus. No. no, 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 no. I, I, I was very close to seeing Kiss in the front row. By the oh, way. that's so cool. Yes. Thank that's you, Pat cool. Smith. By the way. Um. So my other question to you, this is the most important question of this entire thing, and I enjoy it. It's like always my last question. Angie's rolling her eyes. <laughs> if you and I go out and we have a drink, right? Yeah. And we end up at 7-Eleven. <laughs> and we get like a taquito. You know, you know those things that roll? Sure. We get a taquito. You fall asleep. You're home. Are you, Damien McShane, going to eat a day-old taquito the next day? Out of the fridge. A taquito? Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. Some people say no. I love it. I love it. You're like, give it three days. I'll eat it. So thank you so much. Please let us know um, where can we find Riverdale Main Street's Alliance one more time if we want to. Yeah. So you can go to our website, uh, Google, just Riverdale Main Street Alliance. It's rmsabx.org. Um, you can find us at on uh, Instagram. I believe it's also at rmsabx. And we also have uh, a presence on Facebook, Riverdale Main Streets Alliance. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. Um, cannot wait to for 2024 yeah. and supporting the Riverdale Main Streets Alliance. So thank you so much. And until next time, community. Well, friends, that wraps up another episode of the Four Bronx Community Podcast. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, email me today at laurafourbronx at gmail.com. Join us next time.